Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. Learn. Okay, the biggest story in entertainment over the weekend is that sources now say Chicago police are investigating whether Empire star Jesse Smollett staged the racist and homophobic attack he was allegedly the victim of last month. Um, There's talk that he paid two brothers from Nigeria who are actually on Empire to do the job for him. Mm. In addition to other details, which we're not sure uh, exactly what's going on. So, No, and I... I was listening to Gail King on CBS this morning who talked to some friends of his over the weekend. Gail obviously runs in some circles that uh, so does Jussie. We don't. Yeah. (laughs) And she said that people around him and Jussie are still holding firm that uh, he did not lie. And and I just got to say, if he did, this is horrible for a variety of reasons, for what it does to future victims. For what it does to the polarization that's out there, I mean, throwing in that thing of, uh, oh, they scream, make America great again. We are already divided, you mm-hmm. know, a more polarized than we've been in decades. And this is demonizing a group of people. And and I, I just think it's bad. I, I, oh, for, yes. Oh, yeah. On so many movements. On so many, it's so many levels. It's just bad. If... Again, once the investiga- investigation, we should point out, is still... I don't want to jump the gun here. Uh, people jump the gun on the other end, and I don't want to jump the gun on saying that he lied. So let's just wait until the investigation's done, and uh, then we can talk about the ramifications. Yes. Okay, Darren Chris is a married man. Uh, he married his longtime love in New Orleans over the weekend. He's Wait, a- my cousin got married and I wasn't invited? No, I'm sorry. You weren't, but... Who did he marry? Wait, the man that my husband would leave me for got married? <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> man! Sorry, Colin. She is uh, Mia Swear. Her name is Mia Swear. She is 33. He's 32. They've been together for eight years. You, yeah. They announced their engagement in January 2018. Um... Then he also admitted that they've been engaged for a bit before they made the announcement. So, you know, Lex, they're so cute. Yeah. I can't believe your cousin didn't invite you to the wedding. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, that's... Maybe next time. Uh, next... The next time he gets married. <laughs> the next <affair>. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. Steven Spielberg is still on a tear, continuing his fight against the mounting presence of streaming based original movies like Netflix's Roma. Uh, he's talked about this again, the Filmmaker Award at the Cinema Audio Society's annual gathering in Los Angeles. Angeles this weekend. So he wants people to make sure to still go to the movies. I'm a firm believer that movie theaters need to be around forever. I think we can all agree with that. 
But he's also at the same time saying that, uh, you know, last March, he talked about how movies that are on Netflix first shouldn't be included in the Oscars or they just deserve an Emmy for TV awards. Things can coexist. It's the yeah. same thing that happened at the dawn of, of TV. Radio, the radio industry freaked out. Both mm-hmm. coexisted. When TV came out, the movie industry freaked out. Mm-hmm. Two, everything can coexist. And I'm sorry, Spielberg, I love you. But consumers have spoken. Streaming isn't going anywhere. No, Bloop. no. But theaters do need to take note. They do. And adapt. Make it better. Yep. Okay, on TV tonight, we have America's Got Talent, The Champions on NBC, and The Bachelor on ABC. That's the latest Dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Thank you for the update, honey. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Report back to me in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk. Everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jason, Lex, and Dawn. Welcome to the final hour on this Monday, February 18th, 8.06. Seriously, Lex is right. Theater owners, you know, what Spielberg really needs to rail on, and I agree with them. Like, I love the experience of going to the movies. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to go away, but... You, you got to make it more appealing to the consumer. A, it's it's getting to the point where it's out of reach uh, expense-wise. It's getting mm-hmm. too expensive. And number two, with the, with the growth of home theater systems and the improvement of home theater systems, a lot of people can recreate the sound experience of, of the movie theater right at home. So what movie theaters have to do is make it more appealing to actually get in your car and go see a movie at their location. And sometimes it is not appealing. You know why? Because of asshats that talk during the movie. So if I, you know, that's why I love Alamo Drafthouse. It's my favorite theater because they literally, they're, they uh, basically uh, publicly humiliate people that talk. <laughs> they remove, they yeah. remove people that talk. And I think more, th- and they take that seriously. Some theaters pay lip service to that promise, but they don't staff it properly. Alamo Drafthouse, girl. Yeah, you can write a note and they're out. Oh, if you get one one chance, and then if you talk again, you are out. Yeah, I was afraid that we were those people yesterday. We went to see Legos 2. Oh, were you talking, Lex? No, my nephew, eight years old. He was so excited. He loves Legos so much. I mean, they're the ultimate toy, right? And so to to see like this really fun movie with all the, it's really it's for parents too because or adults because there's just so many funny references that are over their head. But he kept going, well, what about this? And like full volume, and I was like, Jack, shh, shh. You know, I was like, oh man, we're that, (laughs) are we those people this time? Well, at least, but you, but you try. Yeah, yeah. It's the people that just let their. He was good once he. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the people that let if we're talking kids, it's the folks that let their kids just talk at full volume, <laughs> yeah, and don't do anything. Or if you're just adults and you're talking or you're turning on your phone, it's I mm-hmm. le, left lane slow drivers <laughs> and uh, people that talk during movies are two things and graffiti. Oh, I've I was so worked up for various reasons this weekend. I did there. I saw two things of of uh, two uh, huge pieces of graffiti, and Colin knows that it's a sore spot for me. And he's like, "Don't look over there! Don't look over there!" There is a stretch on ninety four coming in right by two eighty Lex coming. 
there's a giant wall by a bridge and somebody spray painted. I don't know how they did it, but it is giant graffiti on a wall right on the side of 94. And it just pisses me off. I don't know why I have a visceral reaction to graffiti. It's not theirs. It's not theirs to graffiti. Oh, and then on the a lot of it's really artistic and beautiful, and a lot there are businesses and private citizens who will pay for that. And that's cool. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, graffiti art I'm not railing against, but oh, and we were driving on the U of M campus, and the the used to be the poorhouse. It closed across from the Varsity Theater. It looked like the same person spray painted i mean a huge i don't know if they got a ladder but spray painted on the side of that entire building and i just thought oh i mean the punishment should fit the crime and i'm not talking oh, jail we but spray paint their nibbly bits i don't know but i i, I, I <laughs> some judge needs to come up with a creative uh, way for these people to learn their lesson. I don't know if they, maybe they have to, you know, do a sentence to serve. They have to clean up graffiti for, I don't know, 10 years. Yeah, or repaint but, or oh, it, retile. It makes me so, I, I am, I'm thinking about it now. I have such a visceral reaction to, it makes me sad and so angry. Ugh. Anyway, just like. People that drive but, slow in the passing lane <laughs> and people that talk during movies, mm-hmm. bringing it full circle. Yeah. But Juicy Lucy's yeah. make us happy. Thank you, Lex. <laughs> yeah. So, Dawn, you've lived here for yeah. almost three years, two, three yes. years. Uh, have you ever had a Juicy Lucy before this weekend? Uh, no. This has been oh, a great experience. We have failed you. Uh, no, it's okay. There's so much great food in the Twin Cities. I just haven't made it over there. So I've had... Um, actually before this weekend, yes, I actually went to Matt's, um, that's the most famous place. I guess they invented it and created it and bring cash when you go there. It was during the polar vortex. And so I waited outside for my male companion to show up, um, for 13 minutes until he got there. You're Uh, amazing. You're not better at all about that. No, once I, I got had to inside, wait 13 though, minutes. Oh my gosh! And there's a whole technique that I was taught as to how to eat it because you don't oh. want to be shocked by the the juicy molten. Lucy, the molten lava that comes oh. out of that thing. Yeah. And then you have to hold it upright and sort of like when you set it down so that it doesn't leak out the side. Yeah, you got to yes. put it at an angle. Yes. So I had one of those. That was just a great experience, and just yes. you start to dream about it. Honestly, you're like, gosh, I can't wait to go Isn't back. It good. It's so good. Um, so, the Five Eight Club is also. Oh my gosh! The one at the that's Nook what I've heard. Okay, is so my favorite. Now that's okay. So I have another place that I went this weekend mm-hmm. before the Kelly Clarkson concert. My male companion was like, "You got to try this other Juicy Lucy now, and this is at Shamrocks yes. on West Seventh. Oh, I've never been there. Okay, well, it's called the Nook, the Nookie Burger, and some people think this is the best. Oh, it, the Juicy Nookie bur- Burger. Um, I can tell that, well, no, no offense to Matt's, but it's just a different kind. The meat quality is better. I can't believe I'm doing a review <laughs> yeah, of food right say, now. Yeah, I was going to say, you're talking food. I can't believe I'm reviewing food right now because, was you know, I hate descriptive and... words. Oh, God. I know. Uh, it I, was, that's why I'm loving this. There Was, was it toasted? Um, <laughs> it was really great. Uh, there are There were little <laughs> breaches, though, in the burger where it started to come out. You know, Uh-oh. like the cheese started to squeeze out some of the other sides. I, I got it in my hair, you guys. 
I got Whoa. cheese in my hair, and he had to go, hey, <laughs> hey, uh, you really enjoying that? You got cheese in your hair over there, lady. <laughs> Uh, yes. I'm going to declare a national emergency to fix the breach in that. Uh, in that <laughs> yeah. He had a, his uh, another one that had like roast beef on it and bacon. Mm-hmm. It was a different one that he almost lost his mind. He was just so excited oh. about that. Now, you also oh, get, I would yum. like to say, you get a little thing with your burger. It's a little tiny piece of paper. I have it right here, Alexis, and it's a waiver. Yep, I'm looking at it. Okay. It says, waiver, I acknowledge that I have been notified of the hot molten cheese <laughs> encased in the center of the Juicy Nookie Lucy and the recommendations that it rest for a minute before biting into this great burger, Shamrocks and Nook's legal department. <laughs> and then you're supposed to initial that you've been wow. warned. <laughs> I think yes. it's really just a joke, but oh, you know what I just learned? What, what Alexis? Is it Shamrock and the Nook, the one by Creighton Durham Hall that yeah. I like? They're the same. Yeah, it's the same menu. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yum. You yeah. learn something. It's every my favorite. Single day it's my favorite. Juicy Lucy. Yeah. So we went there on Saturday before the concert, but we couldn't get in. It was so full Whoa. of people going to Kelly Clarkson. They had a bus running, so that's another cool thing. If there's a big concert at the Excel Center. They have a bus that you can get on that'll take you there. Really? So we couldn't even get in. We waited. It was going to be 40 minutes. So we it was getting a, to be a time crunch. So we're like, oh, we're going to have to give up our, our place in line here. So he was nice enough to give the the little our, our place in line to somebody who had just Aww. walked up. Well, how sweet is that? It was a my talker. <gasps> she goes, hey, I just want to let you know I'm a big fan of the show. I was like, oh, oh cool. Nice. Yeah, so hopefully they enjoy Everybody it. behind yeah. you cursed your name. Yeah, everyone, yeah. That's the only bad oh, thing. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah, oh, well. It happens. Yeah. It happens, yeah. Yeah. It's so uh, nice to be dating somebody who likes to eat bad things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's taking over for me. I fed you for the first year of yeah. uh, of your. I took you to all the uh, all the restaurants. You've so been good. replaced. I've been I've been replaced by the MC. So it's okay. for for your food tour, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, he, I'm not okay, Jason. He's having more fun. I was, just, I, I was trying to figure out how to say he gets really good dessert. I, well, I was gonna say he provides added services, or I was trying to figure out a way to say what you just said. Like yes. Yes, anyway. Oh, boy. Oh, hey, guys. uh, I just want to say a new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers just dropped. And uh, this is our third episode. This one is all about how to get around Walt Disney World. And uh, because it's complicated and there are a lot of options and we have a lot of fun. Plus, Colin has an earful, which is our version of driving me crazy, where he (laughs) where he complains Uh, where he complains about people at Walt Disney World. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can can also find it on uappodcast.com. So if you want to download it, uh, go to Podcast One, or if you have an iPhone, go to Apple Podcasts and just search for Two Fairy Godfathers and hit that subscribe button. And I spent most of the weekend, I, I'm obsessed, whether it's something for our show or uh, my personal one, I'm obsessed with Instagram. Oh, you know what it is? Here's a good connect, uh, a good parallel or a good analogy. 
You know how we uh, we keep hitting refresh during Project Down and Dirty when the money starts mm. rolling in. All weekend, I was obsessed with the amount of followers that we have on our Instagram account for Two Fairy Godfathers. I I need to step away from it because I keep watching it like a slot machine, and it's my new obsession. So we're close to 4,000 followers in under two weeks, so we're really proud. But nice. I need I need an intervention because all I do now is go to <laughs> the Two Fairy Godfathers Instagram and refresh to see how how many we have. So... <laughs> I need to step away from my phone. <laughs> I get kind of obsessed with that too. Do yeah. you? Yes. Yes, because I can't believe how many that I have. It's it's great. I know. So I need <laughs> to step away because now we're close to four thousand, and I just I keep refreshing. Like, okay, how many more people are following us? So anyway, so download the episode. <laughs> let us know what you think. We greatly appreciate the support. Eight seventeen. My mom is going to be in Disney on Wednesday. What? Yeah, she's participating in the Disney Princess Half Marathon. In Orlando? Yeah, so they're doing the 5K and they're doing the half mile. They're going to walk it, but he's so excited. She just bought her five-day hopper, and um, oh one of a good family friend lives in Kissimmee, which is where Disneyland is, or Disney World is, and so they're all doing it together, and they're oh, very, I very excited. That, yeah. Oh, good luck, Mama. Yeah, you got this, Mom. <laughs> you got this. And by the way, I spell out, don't do two the number. That's a fake account. To spell it out, two fairy godfathers. Coming up, Elizabeth Reese next. Billheating.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Let's get to it. The biggest headlines of the day in the entertainment world delivered by the fabulous Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Oh, good morning, you guys. Good morning. Can I give one quick local of course shout can. out before we start? So my I don't know if you guys saw this, but in the variety section in the Star Tribune over the weekend, my sister and her fiance were featured in a really fun article because, you know, our last name is Reese. Yes. My sister is marrying a man whose last name is Hershey. And the Hershey company (laughs) owns Reese's. And so they've done like a full PR campaign with my sister and her fiance about a new candy bar that they launched that is a Hershey bar with Reese's pieces in it. And the Star Tribune picked up on the story over the weekend. We've been talking about it on Twin Cities Live and then... A couple of months ago, Hershey flew my sister and her fiance out to New York to launch this candy bar at a big party. They flew them to Hershey Park to do all of their engagement photos. And their wedding is coming up this weekend. So I won't be with you for a few days later on in the week because I'm going to the wedding. And Hershey has sent... I kid you not, like truckloads of candy oh, for this cute. wedding. So anyway, if you saw it in the Star Tribune. I Review, love that. I that, saw the picture and it's so cute. I just didn't connect. Yes, I just, and there's like Hershey sister. bars and like Reese's. Yeah, and they're oh, spelled differently. Oh my gosh, she's going to lose her mind. She's losing her mind. <laughs> oh my God, they're both spelled dogs. differently because, you know, we're R-I-E-S mm-hmm. and Craig is H-I-R-S-C-H-E-Y. So the Hershey company made custom candy <gasps> bars with oh. our personal, like our family spelling on them for the wedding. Oh Can you gosh, stand it? That is so adorable. I know. Anyway, I just had to tell you that because if you saw it over the weekend, yes, that is my sister. And um, it was just, it's just really fun. We're getting very excited. Okay. Also, what I was obsessing about over the weekend is when I clicked on my Instagram and I saw like seven minutes ago, Miranda Lambert posted that she got married. Yeah. And yep. I was, then I went down this <laughs> rabbit hole of like, who is this person? Who did she marry? What's going on here? Oh, I'm so glad you did. Cause I, I asked that too, but I didn't deep dive at well, all. Well, uh, listen, Alexis, at first I couldn't find anything. And now people magazine has done the work for me and they've been finding all of it. So I was happy to see a full recap 
story today. So Miranda Lambert posts over the weekend this Instagram photo. She's in a wedding dress. She's with her now husband. And totally surprised everybody. She said, in honor of Valentine's Day, I wanted to share some news. I met the love of my life and we got hitched. My heart is full. Thank you, Brendan McLaughlin, for loving me for dot, 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 me. Who is Brendan McLaughlin, you ask? Uh, Who is that? He's an NYPD officer from Staten Island. Mm. I know. Oh, yeah. So now um, all of these entertainment magazines and things have been digging up photos of him from Twitter. And there are multiple photos of him, um, you know, on the job that have been tweeted out by the NYPD. There's one of him with a canine. There's one of him um, talking with people out in Times Square. And now uh, sources saying that he is also a new dad, which this might worry some people who are concerned about sort of Miranda Lambert's history and relationships in being with people who may not be fully out of their previous relationships. He has a fresh baby? Fresh baby, three-month-old. He welcomed a child from a previous relationship in November of 2018. Okay, so that was November, guys. It's February. And Miranda Lambert just married him over the weekend. That's a fresh baby. That's a fresh baby. He also um, is super good-looking and apparently wanted to model back in the day. He uh, posted, he had a profile on this website called Model Mayhem, which is a site for models to network. And this was when he was 19. And he was like, I live in New York and whatever. And he's super cute. Yeah, they're really attractive couple. But a fresh baby just out of a last relationship. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I clearly don't know the details of that, but I do think that that maybe adds a little bit of a layer of complication. Mm -hmm. So happy wedding day, Miranda Lambert. He's happy. Darren Chris married um, his longtime girlfriend yes. over the weekend, too. They got married in New Orleans, and did they you, were joined by lots of um, former Glee co-stars. Did you know that that's Alexis's sort of fake cousin, Elizabeth? We're, so mix, we're the same mixture ethnically, and he oh. talked about his um, his grandma from Cebu, Philippines, Whoa. and my grandma's from there, so, you know, come on. So that pretty much makes you cousins. Yeah, we're cousins. I love we're the same mix ethnically. <laughs> that makes us cousins. <laughs> yeah, you see my logic there. So just it FYI works. to all of like the German Swiss folk out there. <laughs> Your cousins are cousins. Yeah, that's <laughs> that right. Works. So they've been together for nearly eight years, and he announced his engagement to her last January. And um, you know they're young to be. They've been together for a very long time, and very, and still thirty two and thirty three together for eight years. They're like they are like you, Alexis. Yeah. yeah, he's like you. Yeah, Colin, my husband is devastated because yeah. uh, D- Darren Chris is Colin's get out of jail free card. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, that fantasy's over. Yeah, so. that's that is fair. Uh, Sybil Shepherd making headlines today, saying, "Boy, her '90s sitcom ended." Sybil, which wasn't that so good, uh. because she refused Les Moonves's advances. <gasps> Shut oh, up, no boy. So she did an interview that's going to air today on a radio show on the Michelle Collins uh, show. And she said, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't going to fall at all for less. She said she went on a dinner date with him that was set up by their respective assistants. And he was saying that his wife didn't turn him on. Some mistress didn't turn him on. She said, this is what Sybil Shepherd said. And I'm watching him drink alcohol and I'm going, he says, well, you know, why don't you let me take you home? And Sybil said, no, I've got a ride. And she had her car outside with a good friend of hers who's an off-duty LAPD officer. It happened a few seasons into Sybil. And then she started getting notes from the network saying she no longer could do some of the things she'd been doing on the show since it launched. And she believes that was direct retaliation 
for refusing those advances. Gross. Boom. This guy, man. Uh, Elizabeth Reese, today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. I forgot to solicit calls for Dreamweaver. Call quickly. We'll take like two or three of you. 651-641-1071. Call now. Keep it short. Back in a moment. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm iTalk 1071, everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Sorry about the late notice, uh, my talkers and Dawn on Dreamweaver. Uh, but we have a couple people lined up. So we'll do that in just a second, as always, for the sake of brevity. Keep your uh, keep your description of your dream as concise as humanly possible. Dawn doesn't need all details oh, to yeah. read it properly. Just the key points, because that's all Dawn needs to properly read your dream. Yes. But before we get to that, uh, if you missed it at 7.30, about an hour ago, we made a huge concert announcement. Yes. Uh, Lex, tell folks. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, I know. It's so exciting. TLC, they are performing for Twin Cities Pride. Crazy. <laughs> Uh, It's going to be so much fun. You can't get tickets until Friday. And so when you do that, you can, of course, get them. But you can win them before you can buy them with us. Just listen for that hot ticket sounder. Lori and Julia have tickets to give away this week as well. Be caller seven and bam, you're in. Bam. They're headlining. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Mm. And then otherwise you can check out tcpride.org. 8.33. Tell me about your dream. I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. That's right. She went to the School of Metaphysics so that she could do this on a crappy morning radio mm, show. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Her gift <laughs> is now your gift. It's Dawn McLean, Dreamweaver. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dawn, who is the first person we shall weave? Uh, her name is Kara, and she's on the phone with us right now. Hi, Kara. Oh, it's Kara. Hi. Oh, Kara, sorry. Kara, I'm Hi, guys. sorry, Kara. That's okay. That's okay. No problem. Um, Kara, wait, welcome. I, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, talked no, right no, over you. Um, I was at a cabin, looked out over a frozen lake, saw my dog was really struggling. He ended up going through the, the ice. But when I got down there, he was fine. But then moments later, all of the ice disappeared from the lake, and all I saw were like floating dogs circulating in the water. Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh my gosh, well, that's a nightmare. Now, Isn't that Dawn, awful? While Dawn oh. thinks of that, we just have to thank you, and I know Dawn does too. Girl, you didn't waste any time, and we love that. Thank yeah. you very much. I've been yes. listening for a little while, so I, I really <laughs> she knows was the rules. rehearsed. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, so whenever you're trying to relax and you're in the frame of mind of uh, getting away from life and just uh, relaxing, sometimes you have problems with doing that because you feel a little bit frozen in letting go of your normal everyday life and a lot of times you worry that if you let go of certain things um that that you won't be able to get in relaxation mode so oh wow when it comes to your conscious life experiences you feel frozen in those moments whenever you cannot let go and just actually chill out and it has to do with some major habits that you have 
Okay. Okay. And you're starting to realize 24 to 48 hours before you had this dream that um, there are habits that you have that could be a little bit OCD, to be honest, uh, okay. <laughs> that you've been recognizing okay. <laughs> within yourself where you cannot let go to just simply relax. And you're sort of now just realizing that about yourself and trying to get into a frame of mind where you can... Oh, wow. Okay, well, I'll have to think about that one. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And it's not maybe as scary as it seems. And habits can be good or bad. They don't all have to be like, you know, just typical things that people think of, you know. Great. Well, thank you. And I love you guys. Oh, thank thanks, you. Tom. I love you, too. Have thank a great you. day. Bye. You, too. Okay, thank you. Oh, that's a good one. That's scary, though. It is scary. That's, that's very frightening, girl. <laughs> yeah. That is very, very frightening. Okay. We, we have Christine we have next? next. Hello, Christine. Hi. How you How doing? You? Good. How are you? Good. Good. What can we help you with? Give us your dream. Okay. So um, to try to be quick, it was a reoccurring dream when I was a kid, and um, Indians came in full headdress on their horses and thundered around me and I was sitting in a wingback chair and when I thought I was safe I wasn't and one of them scalped me and that's the end of the dream (laughs) okay Christine this was in like third or fourth grade that you had this okay um this has to do with a foreign aspect to yourself that you were not familiar with and that terrified you it probably had something to do with a traumatic event that happened so you're going to have to think about what happened during third and fourth grade for you. Oh, Maybe okay. if it had to do with your family, if things, if you were uprooted, you had to go to a different school, um, maybe you were, I don't know. You have to, it, since it didn't happen as an adult, it's a little more difficult for me to analyze, but it was probably a big life event. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing Lots involving your family. Then. That's what it sounds like to me, where you had to um, suddenly you were on your own. You felt very abandoned in certain moments and you felt like you had to save yourself. So that completely makes sense. I would I would reflect on that. And scalping, you know, hair is thoughts. And so you you felt like a part of yourself that you weren't familiar with wanted to eliminate some thoughts from you because you were just your hair was taken off. And you felt victimized. <laughs> right. Mm. And that makes that makes sense for how I grew up back then. So, okay. wow. All right, Christine. Thank you so much, Christine. Oh, Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Dreamweaver Dawn. <laughs> yeah. These are scary dreams today, girl. Yeah, they These are. are. Now, Dawn, this one, we're going to do one more. This mm-hmm. is kind of on the spot. Well, Lex, we have another we... person on the line. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, who I'm do sorry. we have on line I thought three? there was an email or something that came through. No, 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 no. Kirsten is on line three. Hi, Kirsten. Hi, Kirsten. Good morning. Hi. Oh, my dream, and I'm having it somewhat reoccurringly, is that my ex-husband and I are together in the dream, mm-hmm. and the kids are little. And right now they're 22, 20, and 16. Mm-hmm. But in the dream, they're little again. Okay. And I have no interest in my ex-husband, and I'm engaged to get married to somebody else, so I just don't know why I keep having that dream. So you, when you say, I have no interest in my husband, I'm engaged to someone else, is that in the dream or real life? That's Life. Okay, I just want to establish. So okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, you know, when you dream about exes, you're dreaming about your since it is a male and it was somebody that you created something with. You're you're dreaming about your subconscious mind, and you're going back to a place where you had some really great ideas that were just forming. So you're reflecting on a part of yourself where you were more connected to your soul and what your purpose was, and so. 
that's why your kids are little because it's the blossoming such a dumb word but it's the beginning <laughs> of new ideas for you so you're sort of starting over um and creating something new within yourself and you're remembering a time when you did that in the past so cool. very okay which kind of makes sense if you're engaged again so you're sparking new ideas and creating something within you where you feel whole with your conscious and subconscious mind coming together to create something Oh, wonderful. That's what your kids are. Okay? Yeah. Okay. It's not all, all bad. Right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you for doing that one on the fly okay. there, Don. That was, that was good. Hopefully that, was good. that made sense. That did. Well, that wasn't, I mean, at least it wasn't as scary as the other ones. Oh, my uh, gosh. Holy crap That was, uh, I mean, dogs and being pulled yeah. with the hair and, oh, oh my. yeah. Sometimes it's always it's, something to keep in mind, too, with people, that it's really the qualities that you associate with the person, yeah. not that he's your ex and no. that you want to get back together because you're starting this new life with someone else. No, uh, the dream is always about the dreamer. Mm-hmm. So when you dream of other people, you are dreaming about that part of yourself. If it's the opposite sex, it's going to be your subconscious that you're dreaming about. So that's what's most connected to your soul. It knows the purpose as to why you're here on this planet at this time. And it's a guide, and that's why it talks to you at night, because we're so distracted during the day, we don't see what's right in front of us. Yeah. Well, I've learned, all kidding aside, whenever I've learned so much from these segments that when people mention, ah, girl, I had this dream, I'm like, uh... You may think it's about this and that, but it's really not. Colin, I forgot someone, I think it was our, my mother-in-law or something. We were on the way to dinner on Saturday and she was like, oh, I dreamed. And Colin's like, well, it's probably not about that. <laughs> it's, not, it's not as, it's not as a direct, like if you're dreaming about sharks, you're going to be eaten by a shark. No, it's not as the shark represents something. So see, Don, we, we, yeah. we do pay attention. It's, it's great. I've talked to people who have definitely like, They've never flown in an airplane because they're so terrified to because they keep having dreams of a plane crashing. You know, these are things that people make life changes about. Yeah. And hopefully I can help them live their lives yeah. and not be afraid. Because, yeah. again, well, let's just really quick before we just, just put a bow on this. If someone's dreaming of a plane crash, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a it's a foretelling of events. No, it's not a prediction that you're going to be in a plane crash. No. Most of the time, unless you have psychic abilities and you're predicting your death, which is so rare. (laughs) How do you know that you have that? (laughs) Well, you would know about other things, you know, for the most part. I'm not saying that never happens, but for the most part, that is not. Yeah, you'd be an anomaly there. Yeah. That's a different Sally Jesse Raphael episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It is 842. We're going to take a small break and we'll be back right after these words. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything, climb those stairs. That's right. Feel the burn. Engage your glutes. Uh-huh. My favorite part of the big climb stories is the fact that Dawn was like, hi, I'm here, um, but I'm putting on these headphones and <laughs> to me. I'm out. Uh, I'm here to climb. Oh, gosh. Uh, Peace out. That is my, I love that so much. Well, you, the other thing you'll love about this too, Jace, we're stretching and she pulls out two Ziploc baggies and inside are like pretzel chips and nuts and stuff. And one says flight one through 53. And then the next one said 54 to 105. That is laid with a Sharpie. Yeah. 
you had your snacks perfectly laid out? Yes. This is what I was afraid of. I was afraid that I was going to get too tired by the 53rd floor and not do the other, not do the rest. So I was doing everything I could to psych myself into following through with that promise. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, I did. I love it. While, while you two were climbing... I was nursing a little bit of a hangover. We were in still we were in Stillwater on we were in Stillwater on Friday night just for like a Valentine's Day weekend. And uh we went okay, my favorite bar there, I gotta give him a shout out. Um, you know I love a good townie bar. I've named many in the years that we've been on the air on Abfab. Um No Neck Tony's is like the bar that I love so much. I, I made a little uh insta video if you happen to have seen it, and uh I <laughs> I I took take over the I took over the jukebox again. Oh no! Did um, did you do what you usually do? Yeah, I do what I did what I usually do. So um, I played uh, say goodbye to love. Uh, uh, the- <laughs> oh, at the town bar. What about so, playing with the Queen of Hearts? Uh, played Queen of Hearts. <laughs> played Sheena Easton. Played Gloria because you know. Remember my, one of my goals for 2019. Hashtag bring. Uh, I'm bringing Laura Branigan back. Yes. I mean not literally. R.I.P. She yeah. is dead. But oh, I'm I'm bringing Laura <laughs> Laura Branigan back again. I'm mm-hmm. getting a Laura Branigan T-shirt. Um, but anyway, so I played some Laura Branigan, and uh, yeah, so loving. I just loving, loving, loving Stillwater, and oh. It, so while you guys were being productive, yeah, I was taking some ibuprofen and cheersing you guys mm. from afar. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> and then as we're, oh, I know the reason I brought up the story is because I was walking down the streets of Stillwater. I almost said Shoreview. Uh, <laughs> and I talk about my favorite local band, Yam House. And these these guys are great. And I swear they're going to hit it big. And the lead singer, Lars, I'm walking down. We just got into town. And I'm walking down the street, Lex, and I hear, Jason! And I turn around. He goes, it's Lars! I'm getting married this weekend! So congratulations to the lead singer of Yam House, Lars. Uh, he got married to his longtime girlfriend. Uh, and yeah, they were in Stillwater. Oh, they were cool. at the hotel. They were at the, like, the, part of the party was at the same hotel. So it was, yeah. They're just, they're the, if you guys haven't listened to them, they're like upbeat, positive pop. And, uh, you know, they play, they were at 7th Street Entry. Uh, they're going to be at the Basilica. It's just, they're, they're good guys. And I'm telling you, they, they're going to hit it. I haven't felt, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not a music professional, but I think they have all the ingredients. They have the look, they have the sound, and they play instruments. Like, they're, they're actually musically talented. So give them a listen, everybody. Yam House. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 8.50. Yummy, yummy do. Oh, yeah, we love them. Yeah, but do. Oh. oh, that was good. Uh, now, Lex, let me ask you before yes. we uh, before one final question. We're going to end how we began. We began the show making fun of you that um, on I can't Febu- be alone. No, you are on February eighteenth. <laughs> you just now took down your Christmas tree. That's right. But you but goals you did, right there. You, you dropped a nugget that I'm going to end up on here. It you still have your ceramic Christmas tree up? Yes, I do. Two of them. Okay, when are we taking that down? Oh, well, they're coming down today. You know, you can only do so much in a day. The tree in itself was that was I plenty. Know, it's very, it's very. Yeah, you know, it's a lot. Up that ceramic tree, right, Don? <laughs> right. Yeah, so it's that's very today. taxing. Uh-huh. To box up Super that. hard. Lex, like can I ask a small favor? Thing. Vintage and yeah. <laughs> right, Lex, Don. You're right. It's a time commitment. Lex, may I may I ask a small favor? No. 
Thank you. I'm going to anyway. Yeah, when <laughs> when tech reviewers on, uh, review a tech gadget, yeah. they call it, they do an unboxing video where they unbox an iPhone or whatever. Oh, may yeah. I, may I please request on your uber popular Instagram, will you please make a video of your boxing ceremony of oh. the boxing of the ceramic Christmas tree? I can do that. Yeah. Okay, thank All right. you. I'd say I told you it was a small favor. Right. I'm not going to ask be kind you for of 50 bucks or anything. I'm just I can do that, too. Okay. Can I borrow $50? Yeah, sure. Okay. Thanks, girl. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll get it to you um, my next trip to Europe. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Look uh, who's here. Who's here? <laughs> Donna and Steve. Both of them are Both here. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them are here. So that requires uh, this song. Send in the clouds just when I a personal favor could you not mention any milk uh on this program no because your milk promo (laughs) runs fifty thousand times an hour which milk promo we talk about milk i I, honest to goodness haven't even heard it and if i never hear either of you talk about it's like the utterly thing oh yeah the teat and wouldn't you like to be able to siphon milk right out of an udder on the base of a carton yes Yes, right? I am with you on that. That'd be an interesting sensation. Yeah. I think so. Nice and warm. <laughs> Toasty. Warm? Hmm. Ew. <laughs> Heat the teat before you get it. This is why. This is Heat why. the teat. I mean, come Jess, on now. we didn't even know that that was running. I mean, that... that's yes, not there, folks. I, mem- I have it memorized. Full, full disclosure moment. When it comes on, Dawn oh, and gosh. I in the talk back, because we can talk to each other and it's not on the air, we both go like this. Oh, <laughs> oh, again. oh again. Blame Ryan. He's the one who sends him these clips. Oh, yeah. When in doubt, blame Rocco. Ryan. Yeah. He'll get a strongly worded email this afternoon. I think my favorite part is the end when Donna says, suck for a buck. That's what I'm like, oh, yeah. Donna. Oh, there's, there's Donna. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh, even dirtier than girl. me. Wow. Because oh, at bachelorette parties, girls wear like lifesavers on their shirt. Oh, and yeah. if you buy them for a dollar, they, and it just says, suck for a buck on their yeah. t shirt. It was a That's reference what you to meant, that. Huh? Yeah, I know. Boy, that fell flat, huh? No, it's okay. No, I love it, This is after you it. hear it 50 times. This is an utter and... Oh. Don and Steve, complete with cow talk. Uh, coming up next. Yeah! That's going to do it for us today. If your kid is being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? Ooh. I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. It's like a it. ghost and a cow together. <laughs> what the hell? It's a ghost cow. <laughs> We love you. You be you. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends.